these people have done a lot of damage to this country. They have done a lot of damage to the country. Mostly the mainstream media have done so much damage to the country. It's unbelievable. We're never going to be the same again, y'all. We're never going to be normal again. I mean, we'll we'll get back, in, in my opinion, and in what I believe what happened. We will get back to a place where things in life are more tolerable than they are right now. We will get back there for a period of time. And I believe that things will happen for a period of time. And then at some point in time, I, I, I'm a Bible believer. I believe that the Bible will come to pass at some point in time and revelation will happen at some point in time. But I believe that this time it isn't it. If I'm wrong, I'm still going to heaven. So I don't care. I do care, but you know what I'm saying? I, I'm my soul is right with God, but we're, we're not going to go back to normal again. The, the same normalcy, the mainstream media really ruined it for everyone. I mean, can you really trust the media at all? And I, I don't just mean the CNNs and the MSNBCs and the CBSs and the NBCs and, and certain shows like The View and those kind of, I, I'm not talking about the obvious in your face fake news companies. But also the white hats, the ones who are on our side of the aisle, at least uh, 50 to 70 percent of the time. Like Fox News and, and Newsmax, can you can you really trust them anymore? Because now we're we've gone through a, an experience here where we thought that we had no but no one on the left that was telling the truth here. And then after January six happened, we said, "What is going on? It, you mean it's the right too?" Actually, happened before that. It happened after uh, Trump so called lost the election in November. And then after that, you start seeing the Fox News. Uh, you saw it on, on the night of the election where Fox was already calling the state of Virginia for Biden. And it was one percent of the votes that were counted that were in that were actually accounted for. They actually actually counted by the, 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 the counters, whatever you call them, people. They were calling it for Joe Biden. One percent. While the other half of the country were still at the ballots, they, they still had three hours before their ballots closed in California and Oregon and, and so on. So we saw that and we saw the change in the reporting that went on even on Fox. And then when they started pushing the vaccines for the last year, that made people get more paranoid. Now, Fox still reports the majority of what we believe as conservatives. But now we don't even trust Fox anymore. And then Newsmax started pushing uh, vaccines and Newsmax started pushing in those terms. Now, they agree with us too, 90% of the time. But it's a 10% of the time that they, that they reported fake news that we're like, uh. So what's going to happen is, and what's happening right now is, we can't even trust the information that we're receiving. Even from the media that's on outside of the argument. And you think that's not going to affect affect the OEN who tells the truth all the time to the best of their ability. And if they get it wrong, it's not because they're a deep state. They just got it wrong. They're human. They, they just got it wrong. But when you see Newsmax and Fox 
they get it wrong seemingly on purpose. And then when you see the other networks that are outright blatant democratic operations, everything they say is wrong on purpose. And they even tell you, well, we're, it's our job to tell you uh, how to think. Who was that? Was that um, MSNBC host or somebody? I can't remember who it was. It was a host on TV on one of these mainstream media networks on the left-wing rags. They're not really rags. They're not papers, but they're, they're left-wing garbage garbage cans, visual garbage cans, they were on the air and says, well, they're trying to, Trump's trying to tell them how to think, and that's our job. Like, what? That's your job to tell me how to think? No, it's your job to report the facts and let me decide how to think about it. So we don't trust them, but now we don't trust our own people. And then you got these people out there who are grifters who, who go around the Lynn Woods and the and, and all his little and the professor, you know, and all the all of his little friends. They they go around and they and they, they know that we're already not trusting our own people and they start throwing in, oh, look at Glenn Youngkin. He's deep state. Look at look at Ron DeSantis. Look at the, and calling out all of Trump's picks, all of Trump's, you know, endorsements, all of Trump's friends. And now we're starting to, to, to not trust the people that Trump trusts. Who are on our side? Are you hearing me? It's a virus and it's spreading beyond belief. It's spreading beyond belief. So how are we going to trust them going forward? Forget that. How are you going to trust the mayor? How are you going to trust the governor? How are you going to trust the next president? How are you going to trust? Are you going to distrust Trump? When he's back in office too, because we say, hey, we went through it before, but we thought they were good for all these decades, and all of a sudden, they changed. Are you going to go back and, and do that too? And see, I, I know that we're going to be better at not doing that than the left is, because when the left finally, when they get hit with this stuff, these people are already extreme. They got a dude who has the full anatomy of a grown dang man who's extremely female calling it normal calling it a gender they are extremist i'm not saying that there aren't gays on outside it out what i'm saying is they whatever they do is to the extreme so when they finally get the red pill and they finally wake up it won't be all of them it'll be probably all but like 10 percent of the people out there who are absolute idiots just mindless morons that will never wake up to the truth but the ones on the left who do, they're going to convert to, they're not going to say, oh, well, I'll just be a conservative. They hate us still. Do you understand that? They hate you still. It's not because you're Republican. It's because, you're, you, know, it's because you don't believe in, in, in the rights they believe in. You don't believe that blacks are being oppressed. You don't believe, you know, in the way that they say they are. You don't believe that, and I'm black, I don't believe either. We, you don't believe that, 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 that gays should get married. Or that we should teach, you know, uh, CRT in schools and so on. You don't believe that crap. So they will always hate you. They will always hate me. But what they would do is, and I've seen, I'm, I'm seeing it happening right now. They, they will say, you know what? All of it is garbage. And they'll become extremely uh, non-tolerant, intolerant, intolerant rather, of all the media, of all the governments. Of, and they'll become, it's going to destabilize the people even more. Can we trust the governor going forward? Can we trust the mayor? Can we trust the people that we're going, we're going to get in the midterm after Trump does everything 
gets them all arrested. There are tribunals. They're going to jail. They're getting executed for their crimes. And we start fresh. Do we believe that, that it won't happen again? You see, you see, this is where this is where everything becomes a little weird because this is not a movie where everything ends happily. There will be a constant um, tugging at your at the back of your mind and the back of your mind of thought that maybe we're being played again and again and again. And I'm not doubting anybody. I'm not, I'm not doubting Trump. I'm not doubting the Patriots. I, I believe that we're all in this together and they're going to win this fight. But these people have destroyed the country, society. Social media has destroyed the social climate in every country. The project is a success. The, the experiment is a success. They achieved in what the, the, the 20 uh, so years that social media has been around. They achieved in 20 years what Hitler was trying to achieve. Couldn't do what Germany was trying to achieve. What what all these great Roman Empire uh, uh, emperors they were trying to achieve this for thousands of years, and they could achieve this this way. And social media did it in twenty years. It destabilized the social climate of the entire world to make it ripe for dictatorship, a global dictatorship. These people have got to be stopped. And they have got to be stopped in a major way, arrested, punished harshly, and, and it has to be seen by the people so we can understand what will happen to us if we try the same crap again in the future. That's the only way it gets fixed. And then time and God can heal the land over a period of time. Follow me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash stuff on the I'm also on Telegram, t.me, forward slash stuff on Rudd. I'm on Rumble, rumble.com, forward slash C, forward slash stuff on Rudd. Uh, I'm not going to even promote Getter anymore because I'm not, I don't even use Getter. But I am on Getter in case you want to, you know, I need, I need a backup account. So I'm on Getter at stuff on Rudd. But also, I'm going to be on Truth Social. I don't have an account yet because, you know, I don't have an iPhone. I'm on the Android device, so I don't have any iPhone, the Apple devices anymore. I had one, but it broke. So I can't even register my account yet. Um, so if you see me on, on there, that's not me. Um, I'll let you know when I'm on True Social. And that, that should be available in a couple of weeks, uh, according to Devin Nunes. And when it's available, I'll give you the link. Okay. And um, and I should be syndicated on all the podcasts, you know, in a couple of weeks from now. I'm just going to say a couple of weeks because it takes two weeks at times to get links updated. And to get the uh, the podcast uh, sites to actually, um, you know, update my links and stuff, you know, update the uh, the, the, the the feed. Okay, so um, for now, uh, you can catch me on rumble.com uh, forward slash c forward slash stuff I read, where all the podcasts will be in video form, um, and the audio form will come out later on. Okay, and I'll give you those links later. Okay, so a lot of this happened. Um, between now and the last time that we spoke, I mean, so much happened. I took I took off a couple of you know a month or so. I took off in a month before that too, but I did catch the Omicron. Uh, I caught the Omicron back in uh, was it January, and uh, it, it it was it was more annoying than anything else. It was like twelve, almost two weeks basically, of just uh, misery. Now I wasn't that bad. It was just like uh, I'm glad I got it because I won't get it again now. But um, I just had the low low grade fever that went away uh, every morning, came back at night, 
and I was really, I was extremely tired, just exhausted for no reason. So um, that's all I, I experienced, some chills here and there, and that was it. So I, I didn't have anything else going on with me. But um, after that, I kind of just took off for a while. I didn't really do uh, that many podcasts after that. It wasn't by choice, but I mean, it wasn't planned, but it just happened. Okay, so I'm, I'm back now, and I, I'll try to keep it more steady for you guys. Um, so you can have uh, intel information, not, not intel, but information that's current from me. Um, that's not on Facebook and Telegram. Okay. So I have a piece here. And this is for the people out there who, who think that we're losing the fight. But, you know, you think we're losing the fight. Oh, stuff. Uh, how are we going to win the election in, in, uh, in the midterms? I, I don't understand. They cheated in, in 2020. Yes, they, they did cheat in 2020. But guess what? Trump got cheated, right? But we won every single race. We we run every single race, except for two. That's over thirty or forty races. We won every single race for the for, for the Congress and the Senate, down the ticket. The only two we we lost were the two that came after Trump got uh, had the election stolen from him, and those were the two that uh, the Prophet Lynn Wood did uh, rallies. Telling folks to not vote for them because they didn't earn your vote, and at the time people were highly emotional and they responded to Leonard. Well, he he says, but he, to this day he says, well, I never told them that uh, to to not uh, vote for Kelly Loeffler and David Do. I watched the rally, bro. I watched the rally. I, I can I can link it up right now. Okay, you, you did a rally in Georgia, not long before you know. I think it was in December was of of twenty twenty, and you told the people. Don't vote for them. I think it was a uh, it was um, Vernon Jones. He came out there. Vernon, by the way, Vernon Jones. This is all sidebar. Vernon Jones was heavily promoted by Linwood. I'm, I'm just keeping it real. He was heavily promoted by Linwood. Linwood promoted him. I didn't know. I didn't know he was. I didn't know who, who, who Vernon Jones was until Linwood put him on the stage at, the, at that same rally in Georgia in December and said. Um, and then Vernon Jones says, he said, Hey, Vernon Jones will be the next uh, governor of, of, of Georgia. And, and then he gave the microphone and Vernon came out there, you know, and did his little thing, got the crowd rowdy. And then at, in his, um, uh, little talk, Vernon Jones said, um, Hey, get out there and vote for Kelly Loeffler and David Perdue so we can uh, take the Senate and have the majority. Da, da, da. And then right after he finished, Lynn, I can show you the video. Lynn Wood snatched the mic out of Vernon Jones' hand, you know, after he finished talking and said, I, I love, I love, I love Vernon Jones, but I disagree with him. He says, don't go out there and vote. Don't give these, you know, cussing, you know, your vote until they earn it. They haven't earned your vote yet. And he, and he spent the next, uh, you know, uh, three minutes telling the crowd not to vote for Kelly Loeffler and David, David Perdue unless, and, and, until... <laughs> They earned the vote. This was before the the runoffs happened. The next month, people say what well, they would do is a rhino. Trump endorsed him for governor. So was Trump a rhino too? Trump didn't say anything bad about Kelly Loeffler yet. Anyway, so we lost those two races. That was we won every other race. We won governor seats. We were actually we actually we won so many races. The same year that Trump had his storm from him, we won, we won so many races. We were only, I think, um, 20, 20, 31, somewhere between 29 and 31 uh, state majorities, which means that we had um, the majority of uh, law, lawmakers and, and state senators and stuff in each state. We had 
I think somewhere between 29 and 31, okay, state majorities. We we beat them so bad in in, in the last election that we actually gained uh, seven more states. How many was? You know, we we were now at a 37 state majority, at 37 state Senate majority in the same election that Trump got cheated out of. Don't tell me we can't win elections. Here's the problem that people don't understand. It's harder to cheat in local elections than it is in the in the, the national one. Why? Because the local ones, you're, you're only getting local people to vote for them. But the state, but the national elections where you, we had the president, guess what? You can just send in votes from anywhere. <laughs> you can send anywhere. They, they were coming in from, from everywhere. There, you know, some states, some states, I think it was Georgia, Wisconsin. This is all sidebar here. I'm just, I'm going to get to the story in a minute. But some states, you know, here, and I think it was Georgia, Wisconsin, and, and another state, they had over 120,000, you know, in each state. I mean, each state individually, 120,000 or more ballots where the voter only voted for the president. They didn't vote for anyone else down ticket. Huh? What? 120,000 votes in a, I'm, I'm going to say over uh, 100,000 votes in each of those states. Wisconsin, Georgia, I think it was a third one too. I can't remember, I can't remember my hand where it was. Nobody voted for a senator, a congressman. They checked one box, Joe Biden. Huh? So that means the machines must have adjudicated those uh, th- those votes after it went through, after the paper ballot went in. The machines adjudicated the, the rest of the votes and gave the votes to who? Democrats, right? Or not at all. One or two. So how do you have so many more votes for the president in any states than you have for any other person down ballot? If you add up the votes for both presidents in the last race in those two states, they had more vote count than adding up the the, the competitors in in the down ballot. So if, if you check, um, say Georgia, for example, if you if you added up the votes that were given to both the Senate, the Senate, the a Democratic and Republican senator for that race, their vote uh, count together was lower than the vote count for Trump and Biden by 100,000 votes. Huh? Why? Because they, they were sending in stuff from China. And China didn't know who was running that down ballot. They didn't know who was going to be on the ballot. They didn't care. They, they wanted to get Joe Biden in there. That's it. We can win. Here's a piece here in The Guardian. I shared it on, on Telegram and Facebook yesterday, but I'm just a screenshot. But I'm going to read a little bit here. It says a wave of House Democratic retirements stokes fears of, for parties' election prospects. Do you think these, do they sound like they're excited to you? It sounds scary, right? Now watch the piece here. I'm, I'm gonna read some of the piece here. Not all of it. Just some here. Um, let's see here. For the Michigan, economy, I'm gonna go on further than this. Some retiring Democrats have blamed the gridlock and dysfunction on Capitol Hill. Interesting. While others point to the redrawing of congressional maps. Still, others cite the rise of political extremism. Then this is their own part. This is a, a left wing rag. 
describing their own party. They're they're fighting each other in their own party right now. So see, still others cite the rise of political extremism and the deteriorating relations between members of Congress, particularly in the wake of the January 6th insurrection. <laughs> so now that they're falling apart because they can't get nobody nailed on January 6th, even though people are still in jail for this crap. Watch this. See here. Uh, the decision to not seek re-election is both deeply personal. This is from someone I, I guess probably talking deeply personal and political. But as the party braces for a grueling midterm election in November, they're not confident they're going to win. A rising number of House Democrats are opting not to return to Congress next year. On Monday, the Florida Congressman Ted Deutsch. I want to say something else, but I'm not going to say it. Um, <laughs> announced that, that he would not seek re-election, bringing the total number of Democratic departures from the House so far this cycle to 31 Democrats who are not running for re-election. Why is that happening, people? Well, they tell you here in the piece. Watch this here. I'm going to skip down a couple of uh, paragraphs here. It says, it's a worrying trend for Democrats. Ooh. Congressional retirements are often an early sign of a wave election. Isn't that what Dan, um, uh, Dan Scavino has been sending out comms for lately? A pictures of pictures of, 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 of red waves occurring. Even the Democrats are telling you, they're telling you in their own words. Um, um, it's, it's a worrying trend for Democrats. Congressional retirements are often an early sign of a wave election. Oh, what's a wave election is, is when one party completely annihilates the other, just, just destroys them. There is nothing they, they can give everybody black in America a million dollars today. They can give all the Hispanics, you know, a million dollars, you know, restitution or whatever they want, whatever they call it. They will not win the election. They can cheat all they want to. They will not win the election. When they're confident that their cheating is going to work, what do they say? We're going to, what were we saying in, in the last election when they were confident in their cheating? They said, oh, we're going to win. This is going to be a, it's going to be a landslide for us. Now they're saying, yeah, we're in a wave election, y'all. It's not going to work. The Guardian is putting out comms to the other deep states. Say, hey, y'all, we we might not win this. You're not going to win because your party is a disaster. You 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 put men in the way. You know, I went to what was it, Chuck E. Cheese somewhere? No, it wasn't that. It was a, a I won't name the place. I don't feel like getting sued, but there was a place we went to for the kids for um, one of my kids' birthday parties. It was a gaming place. Okay. And we went in there and we, we were in Montgomery County, which is in Maryland. It's the, it's the most liberal county, the richest county in Maryland, but the most liberal county also in Maryland. And we went there and my, and my son had to pee. My 12 year old had to pee. 13 year old. Sorry. He just, he just had birthday last month. We go to the bathroom and he's like, look at the, you know, look at the door. It's, it's, it's like, dad, which one I went to? I said, what? Which one do I go into? I said, boy, go in the bathroom, boy. You got eyes, right? Do, do your eyes work? Do, do your eyes work? Pick the, use your eyes, right? It ain't that hard. You find out where you go and you go inside. But I don't know which one to go inside. So I, I go back over there. I'm, I'm about to fuss at him some more. And on the door, they got a, they got a, a new sign. 
there was a sign for the bathroom on both bathrooms that, that has a picture of a man, a stick figure of a man, a stick figure of a woman wearing a dress, and a stick figure of, of a man wearing a half a half a stick man, half, one half is a dress, one half is, one half is a man. And my 13-year-old is like, this is the wrong bathroom. See, even the 13-year-old has common sense. It's common sense, man. I don't know what I am. I might be a woman today. You know, you might be a... Amen. Amen. So, um, they're extreme. They're extreme. And when, and when they think they're going to win, they go all out on their extremism. And now, they're not even confident that they can win this thing. They're not even going to try to lie to you. Just look, man, we can cheat all we want to. We're not going to win. They have destroyed the country with all of their uh, liberalism. It's, it's destroying the country, destroying their party. So this thing, you know what? We're going to see a red wave this coming election. <laughs> and you should see one because you got suck. Joe Biden. Joe Biden, I call him Joe Biden because the real the real Joe Biden is dead. I won't get into that, you know, on the, on this podcast, but the real Joe Biden is dead. Hunter is too. Biden, B B I D again. Here's a piece in the Reuters. U.S. Supreme Court pick Jackson stresses God and country amid Republican attacks. Republican attacks. Republican attacks in another piece on the same site says uh, that she pushes back against the racist comments made by the Republicans when they said that uh, you're only chosen because you were black. Um, This is literally what Joe Biden said on the campaign trail. Okay, he said, I'm going to elect, you know, the the first black woman. (laughs) Okay, so how is it racist to repeat what your your guy is saying? And then he then when he chose her uh, for the nominee. A month ago, he said it again. So, but what comments did they make that make them say that? Well, let's go find out what they're saying. Here, here, here goes Senator Josh Hawley. Senator Josh Hawley, which I, I think is a great guy. Uh, people say, well, I don't trust him. Okay, I, I understand he has some questionable, uh, questionable uh, histories with uh, bills and stuff. I get all that. But I, I do believe that he's working with them in some form, the Patriots in some form, to help them to achieve the goal. Okay, so let me play a little audio of what he's doing, um, said. And this is what they're having a fit about, uh, calling us racist. Here are, I hope, in the next couple of days, some of the cases from your time on the on the court, the district court, the federal district court, that I hope that we can talk about. Let me just run through a few of them so you know exactly which ones I mean. United States versus Hawkins. This was a child pornography case where the defendant distributed multiple images of child porn, possessed dozens more, including videos. The federal sentencing guidelines recommended a sentence of 97 to 121 months in prison. Prosecutors recommended 24 months in prison. Judge Jackson gave the defendant three months in prison. Did you hear that, y'all? <clears throat> Excuse me. Did you hear that, y'all? He is attacking here. It's not really attacking. It's, it's telling the truth. He's calling y'all and say, hey, you, you're supposed to be um, supporting the Constitution. And in the Constitution, it tells us that everyone has the right to, to liberty. 
and the free and, and the freedom and the pursuit of happiness. Yet, you allow these child predators to assault children, and when the judges are all trying to get the judges on the panel where she was at, we're all trying to give the the the, the offenders the, the legitimate amount of time required by law or you know demanded of by the law for these offenders. You're trying to give them a slap on the wrist. He said that that they tried to give him these guys, some of these guys, a minimum of, of two years, which is federal time. Federal, federal time is, I think it's the minimum. I think it's two and a half years minimum. Two, two years, eight months, two years, eight months minimum. And then, you know, you can get paroled, you know, if depending on what the crime is, you know, it, it varies from each state, but you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the, that, that's the, that's the, uh, so they wanted to give them the mandatory minimum basically for pedophilia. Having child porn on your computer, having uh, touched a child in the wrong way, right? This this justice has a history of getting these people either out of jail on, on probation or out of jail early, and they're going to go out there and they're going to assault more children. Let's go on here. United States versus Chazen. There, it's the that case. The defendant possessed forty-eight files of child pornography. The federal guidelines recommended 78 to 97 months in prison. The prosecutor recommended the same. Judge Jackson sentenced him to 28 months. 78 to 91 months in prison. So that must have been, you know, an actual uh, sexual assault charge, uh, federal charge, which I think their minimum is five years. And they was trying to give the, the prosecutor and the other judges in the jury was trying to give him five years. And she wanted to give him <laughs> a year and a half or something like that, two years. So what? Let's go on. United States versus Cooper. There, the defendant possessed dozens of images of child pornography and uh, distributed, I should say, distributed dozens of images of child pornography, possessed over 600. The federal guidelines recommended 151 to 188 months in prison. That's a long time. The prosecutor recommended 72 months. Judge Jackson gave the defendant 60 months. 60 months. Uh, out of 150 months, which is like probably 10, 10 11, 12 years. I don't know. I'm not, I'm mad right now, law, but it's somewhere in the double digits, double digit years, 10 to 12 years, my guy. She gave them people, what, uh, four, four and a half? Huh? To get out early and to do more crime and commit more crime. Why are you leaning on child pornography? Leaning on child predators. Let's move on. Which was the lowest sentence permitted by the law. United States versus down. I'm sorry. And that was the lowest possible sentence, which he's implying that she, every time these cases are brought up and they're convicted, this this judge, Takanji, whatever her name is, Jackson, she was giving people the minimum amount required by law, which meant that if there wasn't a minimum amount, she would try to get them out of jail. In my opinion, she would try to get them out of jail. Probation, house arrest, supervisor, whatever. You know, supervisor, uh, uh, you know, well, yeah, that's that's I'm gonna myself. That's actually house arrest. <laughs> but um, she wanted to get them. The, the, uh, if she could do more, she would do more. 
And they want to put this woman on Supreme Court. Hmm. Let's move on. That's a case where the defendant distributed 33 graphic images and videos of child sexual assault to an anonymous. And I'm sorry, and I'm watching this video. If you're listening to audio, she's sitting here taking notes. Like, what are you taking notes for, man? Like, what are you taking? This, these are your cases. You understand what you did. <laughs> but you taking notes for what? It, it, it's probably just you know optics anyway. So, this messaging app, unfortunately, practice that's becoming more common. The federal guidelines recommended. 70 to 87 months in prison. The prosecutor recommended 70 months in prison. Judge Jackson sentenced him to only 60 months. Again, that's the lowest level that was permitted by law in that case. United States versus Stewart. The defendant there distributed scores of images of children suffering sexual abuse. The guidelines recommended 97 to 121 months in prison. The prosecutor recommended 97 months in prison. Judge Jackson gave him 57 months. In United States versus Sears, the defendant distributed over 100 videos of child pornography. The guidelines recommended 97 to 121 months in prison. The prosecutor recommended 97 months in prison. Judge Jackson gave him 71 months. In United States versus... I can keep going. This goes on and on and on. This is only a segment of Josh Hawley's, uh, uh, I guess, I don't say speech, but uh, time on the clock. This is only a, a portion of it, y'all. This is what Josh Hawley, he noticed, noticed he did not make a personal attack. He didn't say, oh, you, you, you're only here because you're black. He didn't say you're not qualified. You're just black. Oh, you, you just have no boobs. That's why you're here. He didn't say that stuff there. He didn't say you're not qualified um, and, and, and you're a token. What, what racist comment did he make here? Anyone? Does anyone have a, have, a, have a clue what he said in a little bit that I showed you? What did he say that even came to the, that rose to the, to the, to the idea of insult, of racism, of attacks? He has spoken nothing about the person. All he did was look at your history and what you have done. In relation to the job that you're getting ready to be appointed for, if we decide to appoint you, you're going to you're trying to go get a promotion in your job because that's what it, this is a promotion in your job, and you haven't even shown yourself to be faithful in the and when you had a lesser position in the same field. This is no different than having an interview for a job, and it's saying, "Hey, how come you were late every day?" Um, at the last place. And here it says, you know, that, that you, you called in sick, you know, 25 times in, 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 in 10 months. What happened? What were you, are you, are you definitely ill or I want you, I want you to be around for years to come. And if you can't be around, if you're that sick, you know, maybe you should, you know, deal with your health issues. You know, it's just stuff that you would ask people for a job. But here goes the media. It's the racist Republicans who are out there just questioning her and attacking her. It was worse than whatever they want to try to come up with, you know. <laughs> and all he did was read her record, read off her record to her and ask her to explain it to herself. Here's a piece. I ain't reading this crap, but I, I'm going to read the hell out to you. Here's a piece in the, the, the Yahoo News. Ketanji Brown Jackson 
denies GOP claims that she was lenient with sex offenders. What? How do you deny the claims? If 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 he's reading off the record of what you've done, where you where the, the everyone else wanted to give him 150 years, you said, well, give him the minimum of 60 years, or they want to give him, you know, uh, you know, five years, well, not not years, months, but but they want to give him, you know, minimum of five years. Oh no, let, let's give him uh, two months, three months rather. He, he's reading off what you've done in the events, in the cases of child pornography, child pedophilia? Are you hearing me? And you and, and you gave everyone a lighter sentence than than what everyone else in the room. There's nobody in the room that recommended no other judges, no none of the jury, that the prosecutor didn't want that, the family didn't want that. Nobody else in the freaking room said they wanted, you know, a, a lighter sentence for these child predators. Except for you. Except you. And here you are, you know, pounding your chest. Kataji Brown Jackson denies GOP claims that she was lenient with sex offenders. Despite, this is what I'm adding in. Despite the fact that she was lenient <laughs> with sex offenders. <laughs> what? And, and everyone who, who, who does not even do their own research, that are on the left, that are and some people on the right, that are brainwashed. They're going to eat this up. Oh my God, it's so racist. Especially the people black. Oh, it's so racist. Look at this. See, here we go again with that. With the black people, we still ain't free. Oh, we still ain't free. Wade in the water. Really, bro? Really, bro? Shut up. Shut up. Go, go get a book. Go, go. <laughs> go. Hey. I'm, I'm just tired, y'all. I'm sick and tired of seeing the virtual signaling, and then people who are not out there doing their own research. They're not doing their own, their own research. I'm going to go on here because I want to, I we're going to find out why this is happening now. Why does Joe Biden want this woman on the stand or want this woman in the highest uh, court in the land right now? Why is this? Why is he pushing her up there like this, y'all? Anyone? This might give us a clue right here. Welcome back. We are back with Peter Schweitzer, the president of the Government Accountability Institute, as we talk about all of the alleged money and deals that Hunter Biden did with officials across the world, particularly in China, Russia and Ukraine. Peter was showing the business deals that includes a three and a half million dollar check from the uh, former uh, mayor of Moscow's wife. Give us your take on the FBI and the Department of Justice's investigation right now into all of this. Is the FBI investigating Hunter Biden? And could that happen while Joe Biden is president? Before I let you hear his answer, I want you to hear what she said carefully. She said they're investigating Hunter Biden for all of his dealings. You know, every, everything he's done, you know, on, you know, Monday laundering and all that stuff. Right. And then it says, you know, and she even throws in. That he took money from the 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 mayor of Moscow's uh, wife. Why? Why? Why is this happening now? What's Putin doing in Ukraine? Contrary to what people are saying on TV and social media, he is not invading Ukraine. Number one, Ukraine isn't even a real country. Hello, I don't care if it's a if there's a border outline on a map that you have that some deep state gave to you. I don't care. They're not registered 
as a country, y'all. They're not registered. The UN has already said this. They haven't registered since 1980. They're not a recognized sovereign nation. It's very similar to how the Palestinians don't have any, 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 any territory. They don't have any real land. They're, they're living in Israel's land. Do you understand this, y'all? They're living in, they, they actually live in Israel. There's no country in the world on the map that says Palestine. Watch some guy. I just found it right here. I don't care. You can find it somewhere. But that's what the conflict is over there in Israel. You know, is that the Palestinians, they want Israel, Israel. And Israel wants it. No, no, we, 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 we took our land back from you guys. Y'all stole it from us. We beat y'all in, 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 in the war. We took it back. And now the big problem in, in, in Israel is that they're trying to get the, the Jews to cut their land in half and give half of their land to the Palestinians so they can form a Palestinian state. Meanwhile, the same thing is happening in Ukraine and Russia, where Ukraine is Russian territory. They're not even registered as Ukrainian territory. It's not even recognized as a, a, a legitimate government or legitimate country. So Russia is intervening in Russian soil since Ukraine has, since it was a part of Russia before, and Ukraine never registered this country as a separate country yet. It's still Russian territory. Contrary to what all these idiots are saying on TV. I, I, I love Mark Levin. He's wrong about this, y'all. And he's not, he, he, and he's not deep state. He's not deep state. He's not, you know, one of the guys. He just, he just I, I believe not everyone knows what's going on. He's human, okay? I'm not faulting him for that. Dan Mangino is wrong. He's wrong. I love him, but he's wrong. The The media is getting it wrong about Russia. Some of them are getting it wrong because they are doing it on purpose and others are just caught up in the windfall and they're not able to properly look at all the stuff here that we're saying here. They're, they're busy with other, other issues. So, what is Putin doing? I'm going on a tangent here, but I'm going to get back to what's Putin doing here. He's destroying the deep states, child trafficking, the bio labs. He's stopping all that. Now, here comes, you know, here comes Maria Bartiroma, and she's up here explaining, hmm, Putin is, you know, Putin gave them, not Putin, but Russia gave them money. Hunter's son is about to get, you know, uh, uh, Biden's son is about to get, about to get indicted. He's, he's already dead, but indicted. Uh, what do you say about this here? Come on. Yeah, in fact, I think this New York Times piece, the fact that they got cooperation from Team Biden and probably from the Hunter Biden legal team is an indication to me they are extremely concerned that he is going to be indicted. This grand jury has been meeting since 2018. They were suspended during COVID because of health care protocols. It's back up and running, and it's very clear that when it comes to the, uh, the issues related to tax evasion and money laundering and the other issues wrapped up with it, they're extremely concerned that Hunter Biden's going to be indicted. And I think this article is an effort to frame that conversation in a way that could be the most favorable to them. <laughs> money laundering, y'all. Now, we know what money laundering is, right? You know, we know, we know what it is. 
is, you know, you're taking money from one source and you're building it as, you know, for this cause. And it's really for another cause. And the cause that you're using it for is usually illegal. Right. Money laundering. The mafia did it. They take money and they run it through their construction companies and they buy services from other companies that they own. And then they transfer the goods, the concrete and everything over to their other companies. But in, you know, in every third, you know, uh, barrel, whatever, or box, you know, is, is, is cocaine. You hear me? They're doing illegal things with that money using front companies. So when you hear money laundering, you have to immediately say they're, they're doing illegal activities. What could be the illegal activities? Well, they have Hunter Biden's laptop, don't they? And they found what? Child pedophilia, pornography, and him involved with acts with Malia Obama, which I saw that. I actually saw that, you know, in that video, but I saw, I saw the images of it. And other people, he, they have videos of him, you know, with underage girls. Hello. He's buying and selling children around the same time. And this is all, this is all coming out around the same time when Putin has all the information on that stuff. And around the same time where Joe Biden is trying to put a woman on the stand or rather on in, in, in the, in the uh, SCOTUS who has a history of protecting and giving lenient, uh, 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 lenient sentences to people who are in the same category of crime. Sex offenders, pedoph uh, uh, pedophiles, rapists, molesters, sexual assaulters. He's trying to put someone on the stand right before his son is about to be indicted. Do you, do you see the playbook here? And then all of a sudden, Justice Thomas gets, gets sick. I wonder if he was poisoned or something. Who, who knows? I don't know. I, I, don't have, I have no intel on that right now. And if I did, I wouldn't say because I'd be getting calls. But I'm wondering if something happened to him. Is he, is he, was it, was this an attempt to get rid of him, to remove him from office so they could put someone else there? That's just like Katanji uh, Brown Jackson, who, who was lenient towards people who committed sexual crimes or to someone who's a deep state hack, who, who has every, every reason to protect the deep state. Hmm. I think so. I think so. They're ruining the country in more ways than one. In more ways than one. It's, it's being destroyed from the, the social standpoint. It's being destroyed from the political standpoint. It's being destroyed from just the, 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 uh, we call it the, the nuclear family standpoint, you know, just having kids and people know who they are in their sex life and their gender. Are you a man or a woman? They, they're trying to destroy everything. They, they're ruining the trust in the church and in God. I trust God more now than before, but there are people out there who have left God over this stuff here. They're like, where's God at? I don't see God nowhere. All that's going on, where's God at? I didn't say that because I know I know God is everywhere. And he cannot do what, he, what he's not allowed to do. We have to invite him in to do stuff. 
And if we're not praying, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, I will forgive them and heal their land. So if the land isn't getting healed, I don't know why they get healed. It, this ain't rocket science. The problem ain't getting solved. You know why it ain't getting solved? Because there ain't enough folks praying right now. Or it could be that we are praying, but it, it has to arrive. It has to develop and it has to arrive. Not everybody comes in immediately. You pray for healing and you get healed you know, over time. People get healed of cancer all the time like, like that. Pray for healing. It happens you know, over months or years. But they're also destroying the country in the economic nature. Here's a piece. This is from, let me see if I can get this to play without any, any issues here. This is, um, uh, they're, they're going to, well, first of all, they're going to, they're going to attack the, the comms soon because they, we're, we're getting this information and they don't want us to hear it. But listen to them panic about a hack or a cyber attack. And how they uh, say they, it's going to ruin our infrastructure. Watch this here. Urging private sector partners to take immediate action to shore up their defenses against potential cyber attacks. We've previously warned about the potential for Russia to conduct cyber attacks against the United States, right. including as a, as a response to the unprecedented economic costs that the U.S. and allies and partners impose in response to Russia's further invasion of Ukraine. Today, we are reiterating those warnings, and we're doing so based on evolving threat intelligence that the Russian government is exploring options for potential cyber attacks on critical infrastructure in the United States. So now they're trying to destroy the critical infrastructure, and they're going to blame it on Russia. And when you take down critical infrastructure, you're attacking the economy. So if you attack the Internet, then that that then that that not only affects your TV or your 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 web browsing, but if you run a, a business online, it it affects that. If you have ads running through your through your site, it affects that. If you have a bank account and you want to go buy something at a store and you run your card in, guess what? Your car is not going to work. You know why? Because all those um it, uh, credit card readers that are in the uh, the merchant readers that are in the stores. They're all tied to the internet, people. You understand that? So if the deep state hits the internet grid, you can't buy a dog on think. Unless you have cash. <laughs> so what they're really saying is we're about to hit the economy and bring this down too. And here's a Kamala Harris now. Now she's out here and she sounds like a bumbling, fumbling idiot. I'm, I, I hate calling people names, but I, I, I'm, I'm so I'm so triggered by it, by these morons. Here's her trying to explain away how they're, they're they're going to intentionally destroy the the country, right? And now she's trying to. I'm, I'm getting this is not what happened here. They're asking her about the jobs and stuff in the economy, and she's and she's talking in circles because she doesn't know what she's talking about, or she does, and her job is to go out there and run and you know run interference. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is happening here is she's actually out there trying to uh, explain a way why they have destroyed the country on purpose, the economy on purpose. Watch this. 
the governor and I, and we were all um, doing a tour of the library here and um, talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time in terms of what we need to do to lay these wires, what we need to do to create these jobs. And there is such great significance to the passage of time when we think about a day in the life of our children. A great significance in the passage of time. She said it three or four times. Let me tell you what she's saying here, y'all. Please give us more time to screw up this entire country. We're not finished bringing down the, the, the economy to start our new world order. We're not, we're not ready yet. All we need for you to, you all to do is to give us more time. Just trust that we're going to fix it, but we're not going to fix it. Just give us more time to finish destroying this thing because their timeline to end, to destroy the country is, or the, the economy is, is, I think it's in September is that's when they want to have the first global currency come out and, and be uh, approved by the central bankers and, and bring down the entire and start bringing down the entire system. That's their plan. It, it was leaked out by a former Pfizer employer uh, em, employee, and that's their plan. So they said, "Well, give us in the past, give us more time." She keeps saying, "Give us more time." People say, "Well, oh, she's bumbling, fumbling. She's just saying things, and she doesn't know what she's saying." No, she knows what she's saying. She's trying to get the, the buzzwords in your head. Significant past, uh, passages of, of time, whatever she, she said, because she wants you to be. She wants everyone to be brainwashed and waiting. Don't go out there and revolt yet. We're almost there. We're going to bring down the entire economy. And then we're going to fix all this stuff later. That's literally what she's saying here. I didn't hear that stuff because you don't know how to you don't know how to spot deep state operations. That's why. You you didn't you heard what she said, but you didn't hear what she meant. Hmm. And if you think that I'm just a a, a tenfold hat wearing moron. Here's Joe Biden just, you know, today. You know, we are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy, not just the world economy in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're going to there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. And we've got to unite the rest of the free world. Did you hear what he said, yo? Did you hear what he said? Call me crazy all you want to, man. But I, I, I live, eat, and breathe this stuff, y'all. You know, I, I, I live, eat, and breathe Jesus. But you know what I'm saying? On the earthly side of things, this is this is what this is what I do. I don't get I don't get paid. This is you know how you when you're good at something, you you typically do it for fun, and you might get paid for it one day. I don't get paid for stuff, y'all. I don't get paid for this. So I had no I had no incentive to do this stuff. I had no incentive to, at all. To uh to 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 to, to be a uh, 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 I don't want to say the word here. I'm trying to use a different word here. <laughs> Information whore is what I'm gonna say. I live. What I say, their plan 
is to bring down the entire economy to bring us into a new world order. We just heard, you know, Kamala Harris saying, uh, 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 the economy, uh, the jobs, uh, uh, we'll wait hmm, the passage time. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and they want you to wait for them to finish bringing down this crap. And then Joe Biden came up here and he, today and he literally says this, that we're almost there. We're close. He said every three or four generations, and he's not wrong. Every three or four generations, we're going to, we, we have this in, whatever he says, says, Basically, we have this this global issue with the economy, and we have to fix it. And every three, and what he's really saying is, every three or four generations, we try to take over the world with a new world. And then he even says at the very end of this piece here, this little clip here, that we're, we're almost to the point of a new world order where we will unite. I'm gonna play it again because you didn't hear that one properly. I'm gonna hear it. I'm playing again. Inflection point, I believe, in the world economy not just the world economy in the world, it occurs every three or four generations. As one of them, as the, uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 19... By the way, what an idiot going there, uh, as uh, one of the generals said to me in a secure meeting the other day. If it's secure, why are you talking about it? I tell, boy, I tell you, <laughs> he's up here talking about, he's giving out classified information Given to him by a general, so-called. And he's telling everyone on live TV. This is guy. Oh, Jesus, help me. 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened. Did you hear this? Since this, since 60 million people died, we established a liberal world order. What does that mean? He established a liberal, not he, but they, world order, meaning that the liberals, liberalism was the first phase in the new world order process, was to get everyone to be hung up on, on the color and race and, and gender, social issues, so that they can be destabilized as a country so that we can start bringing in the new world order. In a long while, a lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's gonna be a new world order out there. There's going to be a new world. Times have shifted. There's going to be a new world order out there. Times have shifted. There's going to be a new world order out there. Times have shifted. This is today. There's going to be a new world order out there, he says. A new world order out there. And y'all think I'm crazy. I think my microphone is cut off me here. Uh, y'all think I'm crazy when I say this stuff. And so, and so he's now they're now feeling like they they can openly and by the way the, the the clip from from Harris that came out also let me see today let me see let me see the day on that on that one there the Kamala Harris clip that came out yesterday yesterday she's saying hey can you give us more time we're not finished. the job will come back but they'll come back later can you just give them more time they just 
a significant passage of, of time. And then he comes to Joe Biden today, saying we're almost there to a new world order. After explaining the economic crash and how this is going to be used. We're almost there. This is why Trump is now saying, and I went on my Telegram, um, and I posted on Telegram here, where Trump said the other day, if I find it here, it says here, and this is from uh, News Newsmax. Says uh, Trump says Trump says the cards are laid and the cards are out, and Biden's got a bad hand. I think Trump is referring to the Trump card, y'all. The Trump card is is going to be when the military comes in and they set, shut this stuff down because that's where this is going. Y'all it's going to be, um, only able to be shut down by the military since the military, since this is considered, you know, a, you know, war crimes, we're actually in the middle of war right now, information war, but war. And this is all coming to a head and Trump is now signaling, I believe with that last calm from yesterday saying that, Hmm. Joe Biden has played all of his cards. There's a post in Q that says that, by the way. Like when do you when do you play the Trump card when all other ammunition is is expended? It's a Q post. And now Trump is sitting here saying, "Hmm, you've used up all your cards in your in your deck. You have no more cards to to draw from the deck, and you have a bad hand." <laughs> so now Trump is ready is waiting for him to 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 to, to play some more cards. He's gonna play the Trump card. The military comes in at some point. I believe it happened in around October or maybe a little bit after October. It might happen, you know, after midterms, after we have a new Congress and new Senate. Because you want to still have a functional government before you declare martial law. Before you have a devolution come in come in there and arrest everyone. And I believe that Trump's the Trump's goal is to make sure we have a functional government first, where the only missing component would be the president. So that we can say, okay, we have a Congress, we have a Senate, we have governors, we have mayors. Let's just get rid of this president because he, he he's fraudulent. And then at that point, you only have to deal with one seat replacement, or maybe two, because the VP. And then everyone in the cabinet can just be fired. And did, did, did Trump say that he wanted to make it so that so that you could fire everyone? He want to make a law so he could fire everyone, anyone you want to, in the executive branch? Why is that? Because he wants to drain the swamp immediately when he's back in office. It won't be no, uh, okay, I can't, I got to appoint somebody. He's going to just go up there, hey, you, 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 all 20,000 y'all, fired, get out of here. And if they won't leave, arrest them. That's what's going to happen here, y'all. We're almost there. And you stay in faith. And you don't let anybody tell you that, that we're losing this fight. We're not losing the fight. We're winning. God's winning the fight. God's winning the fight. I'm, I'm saying that, you know, you know, knowing that God can change his mind anytime and say, I'm coming now to get you people from, from the earth. But right now, I believe that, that God is, is trying to help us win this fight. All right. And be in faith, be encouraged, and I'll see you tomorrow.